I'm Tony Yakub Nassar, top private investigator, grizzled and world weary. Uh, yeah, well, I'm Oshin Ispartha. Um... Uh, Adib, Ossian, and Yakub um, were on Kua, um, and there was a little revolution going on. Uh, screw you, uh, I'm going to bugger off. Yeah, uh, I'm Fayaz Hamadani, uh, a dock worker. My name's Millie. I've brought um, the dirty little jungle girl into space. <laughs> a hazy apparition illuminating the ruins of the Sultra, a white butterfly in the darkness. Yeah, it's well, really like... Lesson. Keep my mouth shut when, when, I need, when I need to be nice to somebody. Hands up who's up for killing for 10,000 burr. You'll notice that of those bodies that are lying about, some of which have their arms ripped off, it looks like bites have been taken out of them. So, so if she's nearby one of them, she is going to get Ushin's gun yeah. like right up to his, his helmet screen. Mm -hmm. And if she can see an injury, she's going to put some weight on it. Ow! <laughs> The Uharan Echo, part three, Zephyra. Does somebody want to give us a little recap about what happened last week? Yes. Here we go. Come on. Totally nobody does. make eye contact. <laughs> well, I will, but if, if nobody else is going to, as is traditional, but if somebody else wants to, then feel free to go ahead. I think, nope. I, think okay. uh, I think four people have just stepped backwards when people said, <laughs> want anyone wants to volunteer. <laughs> yeah. uh, we bumped into the uh, other salvage ship that was salvaging the uh, same ship that we were looking for. Um, we came up with a cunning plan whereby I was going to stay on board uh, ship and negotiate with the captain of the other salvage ship while everyone else, apart from Adib, I think stayed on the ship as well. We're going to spacewalk over and sneak onto the other ship. Um, I'm not sure we had worked out what was going to happen after that. It was an uh, but policy, wasn't it? Basically got into a fight. You kind of hid away in a bit of the debris that was being taken on board. Um, got into a fight, killed some people. Um, oh, there was a a creature. The the bit of debris that you hid in was uh, part of the stasis bay with stasis pods in it, and there was some uh, creature in there that kind of woke up and attacked you. Um, other than that, the stasis bay was full of dead people. Uh, you got into a fight with crew. Um, I think killed a couple of them, um, injured a couple of them, and uh, persuaded the captain to surrender by basically torturing one of the ones that was still alive <laughs> and threatening to do worse. Good work. Persuading. Jill. Persuading. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Just... it's just like fighting in people's houses. It's fine. Um, in the meantime, I think <laughs> back over in the ship, Oshin had set up a bit of an autopilot to kind of bring us over to the, the other salvage ship. And at one point, we did press the button to activate that because we were <laughs> we were kind of still pretending to try and negotiate with the captain. 
it was that point where they shit turned he turned his ship so the guns faced us. That's yeah. when we pushed the button, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because we were basically delaying. We said, Yeah, yeah, we'll come over it and then we didn't do anything. And the captain was understandably quite suspicious. Especially when, you right. know, a, a right gun broke out. <laughs> so we did press the button and started heading over, so I don't think we kind of resolved whether whether that all happened successfully or not. Uh, and the captain, Captain Yami, of the salvage vessel had surrendered. I think was the last thing that happened. Last time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should cut to uh, you having docked successfully and <coughs> bring the crew back together. Um, Yami and An Awa is uh, treating his crew in the medical bay, and. Um, at the same time, trying to negotiate with you. Now, um, uh, Yami is a four-armed person in that... He's four-armed, therefore he's four-armed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has an extra set of arm limbs, is what I'm saying. And in fact, I shouldn't say he, actually. I said, I called him he all last time. He's a they, he's a herdja. Uh, a hijra, I should say, um, and uh, yeah. Uh, so they they are with with two of their hands gesticulating wildly to you, while with the other two of their hands sewing up one of their crew members that you left a great big hole in. Um, <laughs> and all around you, there are other crew people uh, in various states of. Um, of pain and uh, injury and outside there are um your sort of client and her two bodyguards uh N nadina Linda. and della and farouk um and so he says look let me go in peace let my crew go in peace i'll give you uh everything just out of interest how many crew has he got left and how many of them are uninjured just, just Ooh, now you want to make me go back to um, and what, and what most, are their names, Matthew? Most of them are injured. <laughs> I can give you their names, mate. I can well, give you their bloody names. They grow up on. There'll be a test uh, at the end. Well, okay. Uh, Lagar, okay. Lagar comes from the planet or from the system of Sivas. All right. Okay. And <laughs> Not sure we really care that. And much, she though. is uninjured and uh, currently on the bridge. Um, you have injured Chopra, who's a nomad. Uh, you have also injured Rani, who is a former slave from Algol. Um, I think you've also injured only slightly. A oh, no, I think um, the engineer was, um, I think, actually laid low. Um, and they are a Menkar humanite. I think the last uninjured person is Krish, or a Scavara from Coriolis, who is also an engineer, and um, the sensor operator, uh, Mook, is, I think, the most badly damaged. And he's a Menkar. Um, <coughs> did, we kill, did we kill any of them? No, I don't think anybody... I no, don't think anybody broken. quite died. Broken, a few, yeah. And there's somebody, yeah, Menkar is the most badly, sorry, the, not Menkar, Mook, the Menkar uh, colonist, is, has 
broken their spine. You've broken one of their spines, so they look like they're paralysed. And that's the one that the captain is treating, even as he speaks to you, as they speak to you. Okay. And uh, they're saying, all I need is peace. Take what you want. I don't care anymore. Where did you <coughs> travel from? Where were you going back to as your base after this? It, we're salvages. We're a nomad fleet. Uh, right. fleet. I... I well, do you know, l let me lecture you on how the nomads are organized, shall I? <laughs> we we, we, we travel around the third horizon. I will read from your essay, if you so <laughs> insist, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone, I, I read this article on the ship. I read this article in the library we've got. Hang on. There's a clue in the nine. Nomad. <laughs> 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 yes, we we travel. We make a living buying and selling this sort of stuff. I uh, I I bought the location of this vessel uh, from a syndicate. I don't know where they got it from, but they're not interested in the results. They just uh, gave me this um, in in return for money. I thought it was all mine. At the only minor risk of being caught by the uh, the uh, horizon. Uh, the the, the, the the fellows, the religious fellows, where they come from, Zalos. The pariah, yeah. The pariah, the order of the pariah. <clears throat> but I can avoid them. It's not you I can avoid, it seems. We, I guess we need to check their salvage stash for the emerald disc, don't we? Mm -hmm. No, you will not find it here. That piece you came in was the first one. The most valuable piece is there's machinery there I can sell, the beds. But you said, and he turns to you, um, Tony, you said you are looking for this emerald disc, and I have an idea where it might be. I will give you that if I have your promise on your lives and on the life and with all the icons looking down upon us, your promise you will let us live. Oh, well, well, I think we need to have a little discussion in private, don't we? <laughs> that doesn't sound like we're leaping to promising, does it? <laughs> we just don't look at each promise. other. Why not for me to promise? I'll look at, look at um, Oshin and Yakub and be like, <laughs> you're the boss man now. We can go through their logs. We can kill them and go through their logs. We'll find the location soon enough, says one of the legionaries. Filling the space. We don't need his cooperation. Let me kill him now. Mm, we don't do we really need to kill them, do we? We don't really need to kill them. They're just <clears throat> salvages, I think, aren't they? Pretty sure. Do you want to spend a darkness point on what being really what? sure? <laughs> so, so, Captain, what reassurance can you tell us that you won't repeat this incident to anybody else? anywhere i am a nomad we have a strict code of honor it's page three of your article <laughs> it's the addendum to your article uh, no 
<laughs> you have proved yourselves worthy adversaries. I know wherever I go in the horizon, if I were to mention your existence even, you would find me and kill me in the dark. You've seen how you've laid my crew low here. Ayaz uh, tries his mind reading here if to see if he is just telling the truth, if he actually... Okay, is that a darkness point, Fayez? Probably. <laughs> I, I'm taking a darkness point. If you if you find out it isn't, then I will quite happily put that back in the pool. But um, also make a Mystic Powers roll then. Yes. One success, yes. Well then, it seems that he is telling the truth. He's honestly scared. I mean, you know, they're, they're all scared because you came out them out of nowhere and um, they weren't expecting uh, anybody to come leaping out of that airlock in the way that you did. Um, they weren't armed. You were ruthless in your taking them down. And, um, yeah, they're scared. Um. So, so are we having like a little sort of like team moment? Is that what we're we're doing and shout it? Have we got a moment of of privacy, if we will? Team huddle. I think we should have. Well, yeah. if you want to find somewhere to go, uh, he he's busy, you know, fixing the guy you paralysed. So just... yeah, he's not going to follow you and listen in. Can we just be at the far end of the med bay and have a quiet conversation so we can still see? Well, him? the med bay is pretty small. You'd have to go into the corridor outside, I think. Unless you want him to hear. Okay. Does it matter? If he's an honest man, we cannot kill him. Look, if we um, if we need some assurances that he's not gonna go immediately to to someone and tell him, once we've found the disc, I could stay with them for a bit. I've seen his thoughts. He's he will not betray us. Hmm. Is um Nadina with us? Yes, she is. So so if you're if you've gone outside the med bay, they're away. Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah, they're all there. There's so not quite enough room for all of you in the med bay. Considering what we've said and what we've heard and Fayez's assessment of this fellow. How much more reassurance do you need that he will be discreet about what's happened here? He's a nomad. Because we don't want to kill them, I guess, if we don't have to. No. Ideally, we don't. Um, I could make life very difficult, not just for him, but for his fleet, if uh, he crosses us. I'm ready to let him live. The two legionaries are mumbling that they should kill them all. They'll, they'll obey you, Nadina, won't they? The legionaries? Yes. Uh, sorry, no, no, she, she's not saying that. In the background, oh. they're saying that. <clears throat> so they're with you as well. Okay. All oh, right. But Nadina's saying that she's happy to let them live. Yes. Okay. And she looks, um, gives them a bit of side eye to say... <clears throat> No, you, you do what I say here. 
And, and this, Nadina, meets your criteria for discretion under the terms of our arrangement. So all you're worried about is the extra 10,000 burr, is that it? <laughs> well, otherwise, we're not making a profit on this trip. So, yes, I am worried about this 10,000 burr. So let me just understand your nature. There are one, two, three, four, five, I'm sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people you would kill to retain 10,000 burr. <laughs> That's very well. You, Let me reassure you that you not do not have to kill these seven people to attain your ten thousand burr. Uh, yeah. Okay. I yes, that's fair enough. If you make the calculation, I'm not prepared to murder somebody for twelve hundred burr or however much it comes to per person. No. Our services as hitman becomes much more expensive than that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we let them live. We're agreed. Yes, I think so. Yes. Anyone? More yeah. mumbling from the uh, from the legionnaires, and she turns to them and says, "We let them live." Okay. We need to find. Okay, so where did he think the the bit of scrap that we need to get to is? Um. He says, look, I'm, I'm busy right now, but go to the bridge. Talk to my pilot. She'll tell you more. Okay. Okay. That sounds, <clears throat> that sounds reasonable. Okay. Um, so you go to the bridge and you find the pilot there. And I've just forgotten her name again. And she is Larga. And she is quite matter of fact and she says well just before your um ambush she says we'd uh, picked up this signal here and she switches on goes over to the um data gin station and switches on a recording that they'd made it's weak it's kind of intermittent she says but it's definitely and uh, you can see this tony kind of through the buzz of the data that's coming here, a, um, a signal that definitely looks like a transponder signal. And then she switches and says, and we narrowed it down to just here. And she points, you're, you're orbiting a moon at the moment. Mm. And on the, effectively the dark side of this moon, um, she points out the area that it's in. I'm not quite sure why it's so weak, she says but we're pretty sure it's down there. Transponder signal comes from somewhere near the bridge. You're looking for the uh, Emerald Disk, you say? Yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. Stored somewhere near the bridge as well. So, uh, looks like this ship got ripped in half. The heavier half got caught by this moon's gravity and has been pulled down to the surface. These bits we found, well, got to admit, we, we started taking these apart just to fit them in the hold. And then, you know, you came in kind of uninvited. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't complain too loudly, seeing there's a couple of legionnaires who are very trigger, trigger finger itchy, if that's even a phrase. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> No, not, not in that order. All, all those words, I think, could be put together to make a phrase. But that's, that's not it. 
<laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> they are right now, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back oh, in a moment. Dave, Dave <laughs> <laughs> um, so the um where we think this disc is gonna be is is it actually on the moon surface or just kind of being pulled towards it? It's on the moon surface, or possibly obscured somehow. Uh, so, so we are. What, what kind of distance are we orbiting at at the moment? Presumably, we need to take the ship down to the surface. Yes, uh, it, you'll you'll need mm. to take. Uh, I don't know whether this particular ship that you're on at the moment has got. Um, can actually do atmospheric landings. It's a very thin atmosphere because it's only a moon, but it would need that feature. Yeah, it can. This ship could do it, and yours definitely can. Yeah. So we're trusting these guys, are we? So we could just leave them to what to their salvage. One of the legionnaires says, "If you uh, want somebody to keep an eye on them." I will. <laughs> Does he do it with a wink? Like, I say, I'll, I'll, I'll like, keep an eye on them, yeah. <laughs> As he loads at, his carbine. Yeah. <laughs> Look at their boss. She, how does she react to it? She's like, no, uh, no, don't do that. I mean, maybe we do want to keep a bit of an eye on them until we've actually found the Emerald Disc. Yeah, okay. Potentially just in case it is actually turns out that it's not there i think they're honest you know from what fire saw i think they're honestly you know telling us where they think it is but if it turns out it's not there and it's somehow already hidden in the salvage they're they're taking on board then we'd, yeah. we'd want them to fly off with it no absolutely until we found it so so with with nidjara being docked to this i'm assuming we are docked now mm -hmm. yeah yeah Presumably, the, the the gravity on this moon is is so slight that we could just land on it whilst the two ships are docked. Oh, I'm not sure whether that's a thing. No, <laughs> I would have thought that you know that docking point is about zero g. I don't even know whether you're both at the right angle to both put your landing gear down at the same time, and there is gra there is some gravity and okay. there's some atmosphere. I think that would be a dangerous operation. Fair enough. Shall I get back to the job? I mean, I'm willing to pilot? let you do it as a piloting no, role. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's fine. But there is already a minus one on the piloting role. Just yeah, just just to say. <laughs> um, so, so what's your choice? So, shall I go back to Najara and we take both ships down, or do we just leave the legionnaires, the legionaries, on board? it's the pilot overhearing this she'll say look i'll 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 bring the ship down too as long as we've got everything secure if that's what it means to not have him being our guardian <clears throat> okay that's pretty fair enough hmm. so do you want to split forces between the two ships or all go back to your ship 
Split forces probably makes most sense. Yeah. Makes more it? sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Payas is staying on. He wants to keep an eye on the legionnaires. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a pilot at all, Fires? Um, not at all. No. Okay. Would I it's work a, in a ship? <laughs> is anybody here a pilot other than me? No. Okay. Fine. I think that's something you asked last week. <laughs> now, that time when you created the too. automatic docking procedure, so yeah, that yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair enough. Is that now a feature of my? In fact, ship? I'm not I'm even not. sure that you're a pilot. <laughs> I am a pilot. Yeah, not a great one from from previous landings. That wasn't my fault. I was doing perfectly well until somebody shot a rocket at me. <laughs> You failed the piloting role, and then I had the idea of saying, oh, there's somebody who could shoot a rocket at you. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I'm not very good at piloting, that's true. But you're better okay. than the rest of us. Okay, I'll go back to the ship then and undock. Um, okay, who? well, it doesn't make any odds. Let's get you down onto the surface. Unless you want to do a reconnaissance role over this thing. Do you and Tony want to go in one ship together? And do some data ginning. Doesn't hurt, does it? No, yeah. So if we, yeah, let's do that. Do, so I'll go back to the. Okay, who else is going back to Nigeria? All the others staying on the ship. Uh, I'll go back because I don't like your keep. I don't have a um, environment suit, so uh, hopefully there's one on their ship that will fit. Okay, do you That's want to true. go looking for one on this ship? No, we are docked. So are you talking about when we get down onto the planet? Or when we get down onto the planet. Yeah. I'm not going right. to go for a stroll. Yeah. That is true. Okay, so you're going... Oh, are you saying you've got an environment ship, a ship back on the Nigeria? I'm hoping I have. Yeah, I, I seem to remember Dave said there were environment suits for everyone. Yeah, I yeah, think they so, don't... yeah. They don't do environment suits in the jungle where I come from, so I'm rather hoping that they've got one. <laughs> you didn't bring your own with you? Oh, I do. No, sorry. <laughs> you did, but it's not very good in in, uh, in zero-G and vacuum. No, tend to suffocate quite quickly. Fig leaf. Right, okay. So, uh, Fayez and Jillia, you're staying on this ship to protect the crew from the Legionnaires. <laughs> And yeah. the other three are going back to the other ship. Okay, let's do that thing. Um, right. Is, uh, is Nadina staying on the salvage, the other salvage ship? Uh, Nadina notices everybody's discomfort, splits the legionaries. One stays on this ship. One comes back with you, and she comes back with you as well. After all, she's paying for passage on your ship, not this one. Hmm. <laughs> Right. So, um, yeah, as you uh, break Atmo, um, breaking Atmo, isn't that leaving us here? Or was that entering us here? Well, I don't know. Break into the Atmo. Forgive me. As you make planet Moonfall, carry on. If we're being precise, (laughs) uh, planet Moonfall. Is it just Moonfall? (laughs) 
And for our younger viewers, we apologise if you uh, saw some inappropriate. He's going to get cross in a minute and start spending <laughs> darkness points. I will spend darkness points. I have darkness points to spend. <laughs> Dave, remember you got to do a piloting role at some point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, uh, as you go down to the area, you'll notice that this moon is um cold blooming cold frozen sheet ice great great shards of ice um imagine this is like a science fiction film we're making <laughs> <laughs> and you've got like crystalline structures that probably wouldn't actually really exist um <laughs> it would all be it would all be worn down but here you've got these jagged uh sort of shards of ice sticking up out of out of the atmosphere like great plates of ice have rocked down into some sort of water underneath then frozen over then got all jaggedy um uh if you want to uh, hover over the crash site it looks like as you're getting closer the location of the ship is actually under a sheet of ice yeah, that sounds dangerous how long has the ship been here, do we think? Uh, well, at least uh, sort of a segment, because... Um, but long I, enough for there to be water and then for that to freeze. Well, the water here all the time. It might have crashed into the ice and then it oh, okay. froze over. Um, I think is probably what happened. Uh, I have... I do have somewhere uh, the exact dates of this because I thought you'd be blooming asking. I know you guys now. <laughs> and in fact, I, I made a whole calendar for the purpose of um, of uh, tracking uh, the, of keeping the a track of the dates. <laughs> now, can you believe I can't find it? Shame you can't find it. But if our viewers would like to buy that calendar, it's available on Dry3RPG. <laughs> Just search the Coriolis calendar. I used that calendar when I was prepping for Mercy One. It was very Excellent. helpful. And you found it very helpful. And that's very endorsed good. by somebody I haven't even paid. Yeah. In fact, uh, I paid. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> wrong Something's wrong there. Yeah. No, it's really hello, helpful. Hello. It's, a, it's a really cracking product mm. if you might kind of work out, especially in like the um, Mercy of the Icons one, because it, it's got all those dates. You remember, I remember watching you guys and you were going through and going, where, where is the communicator? And mm. when yes. did she send that message? Yeah. And it yeah. really, it was really good for that. It seemed important. Seemed important any, at the time. Any really good GM would work out that kind of time, time span and, you know, the timeline, wouldn't they, before the scenario started? Anyway, I did work it out and I put it somewhere, but I can't find the file that it's on. So, um, yeah, about a segment ago is what I'm suggesting. So, you know. Um, yeah, okay, fine. I was, um, I'd got the wrong end of the stick about what this moon was like. So this is... Right. I kind so, of yeah, it's an icy surface. It looks <clears> like it landed on some ice, but there's water underneath. The ice cracked. Oh, it didn't land, indeed. It came crashing into the ice, uh, and the ice is now frozen over it. You can see, as you get closer to it, uh, what looks like it may be a patch of thinner ice. Um, make a piloting roll, please. <laughs> can I assist? 
Can I assist? I think you can if you've got piloting. No, or are you well, going to no. command me? He's going to give you some I've, commands. I've got. I, 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 I look down and say, no, "Don't crash into that ice." Don't crash into that bit. Left of it. Adib is your backseat pilot, and as we know, backseat pilots that really helps. always improve your driving. <laughs> Oh, well, then. No, no, well, no, no, go ahead. Make them all. I'm being very appreciative. And all those people on board our ship might be appreciative too before I crash it into the ice like this one. Of course, what you could be saying, Adib, is these are some of the space chanties you've learned about flying a ship that you're reciting, uh, given that we were talking about space shanties in, in the Discord some time ago. Well, uh, Adib sings one of the space shanties he learned well in a book while you were flying here, and unfortunately, he's tone deaf, so <laughs> it actually doesn't do anything to improve your odds. Um, that, I did not write you can sentence. you can pray to the, uh, the the who would that be? Probably the um, traveller. If you want to pray, is what I'm saying. We could we could do it that way. Um, who would it be? I've lost my is this is this for landing? Mate? Well, it's the judge really for command. Uh, you'd be praying to the judge for your command role. I'm just wondering whether you pray to the messenger for singing. But either way, uh, no. I was just thinking: is this him trying to land it? In fact, or, or what? Well, uh, no, this is not for him trying to land it. This is no. getting close. I'll, I'll let you do this one, Ossian, and. Um, I'm going to um, silently pray to the uh, to the judge for the next time you do it. For the next time, <clears throat> when you actually land the thing, I'm more worried about okay. crashing then. Actually, so, so your singing wasn't so bad. I don't lose a dice. No, <laughs> <laughs> but we good. can make that a rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to point out our music for the first time might affect AP. Trade. Thank you. Excellent. I received this week finally. Thank you. Right then. Uh, five dice. <laughs> I'm pushing. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. One success on the second roll. One success. Okay. So as you as you came over the area where this thin ice is, um. Tony, you're, you're, you're data ginning this and you can see yep. the structure of the ship underneath. But as the gravitic projectors of the vessel actually went over that thin bit of ice, you could see the structure of the ship move like it's lodged on some uh, underwater surface and it might topple <clears throat> off that with the extra pressure of your gravitic engines just just going down so you shouted to um to Oshian to, to pull up and Oshian pulled up over it so Oshian you don't think you can land directly above the ship you've got to go a little bit away and then walk away. to the ship how much further by do you mean by further so is this the surface of this moon kind of all ice then with a, a subsurface liquid water sea uh it's most of it appears good. what what appears to be mostly here are you, are you advertising that cider dave Th thomas has just 
accusing me of product placement when my wife bought them. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was, Thomas. I'm not getting paid for it. So. <laughs> if any beer companies would like to sponsor us, though, just send a crate over. We will distribute it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, optimistic. <laughs> so I don't. Um, I think you know where it is. So half an hour's walk away, I imagine, in the ice and your exosuits. Okay. Is so, there somewhere so, I can see to sit down? Sorry, Paul. Go yeah, on. that's what I'm saying. About half an hour's walk away. Right. Do you think it's solid enough? So picturing this is a bit like Enceladus. Enceladus. Yeah. The moon, Jupiter, moon, you know, Jupiter, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, yeah, the one with the tiger stripes, right? Yes, I don't know anything about astronomy, okay. and with with all the um, the spatial geezers that um, are going to blow us off into space. You mean? Yes. Yeah. Don't give. Ideas. No, don't not like that at all. Well, I can assure you, it looks pretty stable. Well, I say stable. You know, it's ice. But it doesn't, you're on the dark side, it's not swinging around, it's not going to suddenly heat up and explode or anything. Is there somewhere, the landing spot that I've spotted, is it big enough for both Najara and the salvager ship to set down? I assumed that's what you were looking for already, so yeah, yes. Okay. Cool, I will I will land when it's the right moment. And, and tell, Najara, uh, tell um, the other ship, whose name I've just forgotten. Yeah. Um, to land at the same point. Okay. Yeah, and not fly over the actual crash site. Right then. Okay. So I think I will need to get you to make, and this is the one where that crash site isn't entirely, or rather that landing site isn't entirely clear. So I think you need a piloting roll at minus one. Uh, can, Hang can on, I, everybody. Strap can in. I do, can I do <laughs> me assist after having some silent prayer? <laughs> right, so you're saying you've now got a preparatory pair lined up uh, for an extra dice if you have to pray on this command well, roll. I'd like to say that it always makes your pilot or your driver feel better when the person in the back starts praying. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all praying. It was I've silent seen... prayer. He specified it was silent prayer. I've seen but we're saying it's preparatory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, okay, um... so make your command roll then. Normal dice? Normal dice first, and if you need to pray, an extra dice for having okay. done the preparatory prayer. Um, I got one success there. Um, okay, that's one dice you could pray bonus dice for, for the darkness point. Do you want the darkness? Do you want to, do you want me to see if I can get another success? Do I, with the I other always sticks? want the darkness points. Oh, you're asking them. Sorry. Well, I've got five dice now, so extra dice would always be helpful. Five, okay. what could possibly go wrong? I know. I'll go again. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, he got a darkness point and I didn't get any more successes, so you only got one extra dice there. <clears throat> prayed more loudly. That's what you could have done. Well, right there. Put you, five didn't dice. want to put you off. <laughs> I got one success on my five dice. One success. That is all you need to bring it down without making any... Uh, um, troublesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're about half an hour away. Um, this uh, environment is a thin 
atmosphere and weak gravity, so you will need to wear exosuits. You are also aware that you will be having to take these exosuits underwater, which they can do, but they're not really um, terribly manageable underwater. So they um, difficult uh, dexterity rolls will be at minus three. <laughs> I, might, I, might just, I might just go to the, Arbor, um, the Arboretum and the chapel in the garden there and do a bit of... So that is one, one, minimum one die, though, isn't it, on that minus three? Um, yeah, yeah, minimum one dice. <laughs> Can we take any equipment to help us with that? Have we got ropes and weights and things that we could take? I'm sure you could do that, yes. But I don't know. Have you? It's your ship, mate. Yeah, we have. We've got. We've actually got a, a complete uh, underwater submarine. We've got a, we've got a submarine, with, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> submersible. That's just I noticed that not in your hold, which is too small to carry a submarine. <laughs> it's only a class one submarine. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's basically Thunderbird 4. <laughs> No. Um, no, so I'm going to I'm going to pray to the dancer. I think to be on the safe side. Before okay. I'm, going to pray to, I'm going to pray to the dancer as well because otherwise, well, even with that, I'm almost certainly doomed. But <laughs> any preparatory prayer for those of you on the other vessel? Um, is that is the dancer like um, dexterity? Is that yeah? Oh, I can share a screen which um, which. Uh, uh, which uh, Nicholas oh, kindly right. is sharing. Ah, cool. um, That's very clever, actually. I, I think I'll do that next time. Yeah. Well, I don't have a chapel over here, I'm assuming. but I'll, I'll uh, I think there may be a chapel yeah. on that vessel. Um, there's definitely one that when I was... Yep, there's a chapel. All right, okay. So, well, so Matthew, if you pray in a chapel... When you push, you get two extra dice. Exactly, yes. Do you only get that even if you only had one dice to start with? Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely praying to the dancer then. So yeah. Everybody's praying to the dancer. <coughs> yep. Yes. Um, yep, I, yep. The two legionnaires pray to the dancer. <laughs> can I, have we got some tools on board the ship that we could use to cut through the ice? If we need to. Yeah. Well, uh, the salvage team have on the other ship, definitely. Right, They've got okay. that sort of stuff. Because it's how a salvage ship. Is, how thick do you think the ice is? Um, from our scans. Well, uh, uh, thinner above where the ship is. Hmm. Pretty thick in other parts. It varies. Although... Um, where your two ships are taking off, it it kind of does feel a little bit like the ice is cracking under the weight of your two ships. <laughs> but but um, obviously, um, uh, Ocean assures you that the ice can take the weight because he got one on his pilot roll. How assured do I feel that the ice can take the weight? Entirely assured. Don't even question yourself. Not at this late stage, Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you got a one and as we know a one is just about a success 
If you got a three, you'd be entirely confident. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but a one scared. is enough to reassure everybody else. <laughs> Fine. With our, scans, with our scans as we went over, do we did we were we able to detect how deep we think the the water is under the Yes, I think they do tell you that. Um So when the ship sinks down, how far are we gonna have to swim down in our suits to get back to it? Oh right, oh, right. So <laughs> the ship is currently about fifty meters down. But yeah, but I mean when the ice breaks and the Dejara sinks to the bottom. Oh, all right. Well, that could be as much as half a kilometre down. Well, that's quite, yeah, okay, that's quite deep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so the ship that we're looking for is 50 metres down. Right? Yes. Okay. But it's sitting on some kind of ledge, which... Precari yes. Precariously. Oh, precariously. Truly, really sounds like it's not going to be a problem at all, does it? <laughs> Should we go then? Yep, let's go. Okay, I'll stop sharing your prayer sheet then. Um, thank you very much for that, Nicholas. Um, Oh, and this is just a test of the technology, by the way. So if anything ever have any, you guys have anything you want to share, you can just press the share screen thing and it comes up on my list Ooh. of people and I can then add it into the stream. Um, so, um, yeah, so you head off. Okay, now you have got in your tanks about eight hours of oxygen. It takes half an hour to get to the location where you think you can cut through the ice and get to the ship. I will be tracking time because, as you say, a good GM tracks time. <laughs> I think you said that, Dave. It's wise words of Chairman Dave. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, well, that's why you're the best GM, Dave. That's obviously why you're the best GM. I'm just learning at your feet here um it is also really cold even in your uh exosuit you can feel the cold can we we go out in like in the vacuum of space in these exosuits don't yeah we? you do but you don't actually spend long out in space and you think, I mean, you know, you can feel you've got all these insulating layers on in your exosuit. But as you head out, you're thinking, you know, have I ever done an eight hour shift in here? How cold am I going to get? So I just want to lay those down as things you might want to think about as you're about to dive ice, uh, deep into icy water. Just just laying that out in front of you. Yeah, I think even icy water, yeah. it's still water, so it's going to be considerably yeah. warmer than the vacuum of space. Sorry, okay, okay. <laughs> I would say it's going to be boiling, isn't it? Well, well, bear in mind when there's sunlight on you in the vacuum of space, it's really hot. So it kind of evens out. Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, you will, <laughs> I'm, I may ask you to make checks against cold later on, but we'll see how it goes. So, uh, half to half an hour, you've got some sort of sensor off the um, uh, off the other ship. Um, 
Nadira and uh, sorry, not Nadira is your ship. Nadina <laughs> and the Legionnaires are coming with you, unless you want one of the Legionnaires to stay behind and look after the other crew. He's very ha very happy to keep an eye on them. Are many of the um, salvages coming with us? Um, they would prefer not to. They're looking after their uh, crewmates, actually. I, mm, I wonder if we just bring the captain along. For, ah, not, okay. For salvaging advice. Yeah, we, we don't do. want them either to, A, just fly off, although that wouldn't be that bad. But or B to try and break into the Najara. So the captain and both legionnaires, you're saying? Yeah, we don't want to leave the legionnaires behind. Okay, okay. Or very well. <laughs> We're people. So the captain obviously has a uh, a ship that, uh, not a ship, a uh, exosuit that's designed especially for them. That's got extra arm pieces. Of um, course. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, very happy to uh, help you with this as long as his crew are safe uh their crew are safe so um yeah you can find the zephira um quite easily uh a dark recently frozen over patch in the otherwise massive sheet of ice of what is obviously now you realize it with the sort of peaks around where you've landed is the is a lake effectively um the ice in this area where where the ship crashed through is considerably thinner as we've said you already worked out the ship was about 50 meters down um could you make a data gin test on a probe that you've borrowed from the ship tony at minus two, please. Minus two, okay. I get two successes on that. Minus two. Yeah. Right. Five okay. Dice. Five dice. There's an anomaly uh, in the uh, outcrop of the ship. What I will say is. Uh, you've already seen how badly twisted the bits of the vessel were that you encountered in space in orbit earlier on. Yes. Um, uh, uh, um, what am I saying? I, um, I've just lost my entire train of thought. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so you you noticed the ship was in, incredibly damaged you can see with your scans that this part of the ship does look damaged but not by any means as twisted or as transformed as other parts of the ship that were left up in space however there is this anomaly there is a bit of the vessel that simply does not scan it's like a black hole. It's like there's nothing there. Right in the middle of the ship. Well, not right in the middle. So inside the the bit of the ship down here rather than kind yeah. of on the surface. 
Hmm. Okay, I shall report that to everyone. So I'm sure it's, you know, nothing ominous or to worry about. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sure that's not where the green disc is. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, so can we find a spot to sort of drill down into um, that should be above an airlock or some other or hangar bay door or something? Well, you're not, you know, it's 50 meters down, so um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not encased in ice, it's in yeah. water. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, you'll notice, I've just uh, shown you. Uh, uh, the sort of thing you see here, these uh, marks in the ice are not cracks. Uh, they are what looks like to be some form of algae under the water, under, under the, the ice. Under the ice. Mm. Yeah. And there's also, you can see things glowing under uh, the ice as well. Okay, so those things glowing are not the ship with the light still being on on the ship. They're no, okay. They seem to be moving up. They seem to be slowly coming up towards the surface. But there's a lot of them, like a star field. This doesn't really do it justice. This picture, and it looks like you know a countable number of quite <coughs> large glowing things. Whereas actually, what you're really seeing are an innumerable number of smaller things hmm. like a star field so these these brighter patches might be like galaxies but looking under the water you can see them all like a swarm of luminescent jellyfish mm. something like that yeah i, I noticed that in they the seem to be sorry go on nicholas yeah do they seem to be attracted to to us Moving on the ice, there is no. If anything, they seem to be lighting away down to the ship. Mm. <laughs> That's not ominous at all. <laughs> no, this is all going to be fine, routine. Nothing. Oh, I've just got to do this event. This is great. Uh, <laughs> when the PCs reach the crash site, spend a DP <laughs> to get. As many darkness points as there are players. What? Wait, what? It's in the book. It's on page 37. Who wrote that? It doesn't say it. mandatory, though, does it? It says mandatory D oh. people. <laughs> oh. I think it actually says dick move. Yes. <laughs> hang, on, let me, hang on. Let me check. Let me check. Hang on. <laughs> Get the book off the also, shelf. But I'd yeah, like point out that none of the people in that picture are wearing environment suits. They're wearing environment suits and they've under, got their rifles under their caftans. Okay, yeah, <laughs> style. It's all about style. <laughs> they didn't obviously didn't brief the artist quite well enough. <laughs> oh, I've I've chucked. Um... <laughs> do you do that? Man? You do that? <laughs> I did that. <laughs> that was a bit harsh. Sorry, Dave. I checked you out when I was going to be um, deleting my shared screen. That's fine. That's uh, fine. Yeah. I've given you enough shit tonight. I guess that's, that's only fair. Yeah, but at that point, <laughs> that was like one of the points where you were giving out the least, you know, the least shit that you ever have. <laughs> it would have given me a shit. It earned the darkness point. I just spent the darkness point to get rid of him. <laughs> 
Okay, so, um, yeah, you can break through the ice, but you must swim in your exosuits. Um, and mm -hmm. are you ready to go in? I think so. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who's, who's good at swimming in a spacesuit? <laughs> Don't know. Let's find not, out. Not me. Keep your hands up. So who... <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best dexterity or survival? Um, I think not me. Well, how much of not my me. survival applies out here in space? <laughs> this, this survive. These skills are brilliantly beautiful. They survive in all sorts of environments. If I wanted to be really mean, I might well say, "Well, your jungle survival doesn't yeah. do very much. You can't transfer much knowledge from the uh, steamy waters of oh, steamy." Jungles of Kua to the freezing waters of this place, but I'm not a dick GM. That's the sort okay. of move that Dave would pull. In the slightest bit predictable. Because, because it will be narratively appropriate, don't you think? But you yeah. know, never mind. I'm, I'm happy mm -hmm. for, for Jalea to get good scores. Right. <laughs> she has nine in survival. Well, wits and survival. Okay, I would roll that one. Hmm. That's either really good or really bad. <laughs> There's a lot of face huggers here. <laughs> do, you know what I want? do you want to spend a darkness point? I rolled five ones. <laughs> single six. Well, luckily, so, this isn't the sort of game where ones count for anything. I know, I know, but just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think yeah, you have another darkness point. Let's, let's try again. There we go. I've got two sixes. Okay. Two. Thank you. Nine and... dice. That's... That sucks. <laughs> and, um, right. Okay. So this is unusual to you. And you do feel a bit freaked out as you descend into water. But you've been diving in the pools of the jungle pools of Kua. You're aware of some of the strange creatures there. And you're pleased to be able to decide that this, uh, algae is um quite benign it's you, you don't think it's going to be any threat to the team um and uh you're also noticing something else can i get you to make a culture roll me yeah do you have culture no okay then <laughs> Do you want to point it out to those of us with culture? We can have a go. Like, what's that? <clears throat> or something. Okay. Um, somebody else want to make a culture roll? I, I have four in culture. I, I have five dice of culture. You might as well make the roll, Tony. Can, can I give them a dice of help? Um, no, I think, I think in okay. this... With uh, Tony's kind of helping Jalea here, so make a make a roll. Two successes. Two successes. Okay, Tony, you realise that these glowing things are in fact sugar globes. Okay. And as we all know, those of us who are um, familiar with the markets of Coriolis. Sugar globes are ancient artifacts that glow when there is sugar water on them. 
So between the two of you, Yakub and Jalea, you work out that this algae must secrete a sort of sugary substance, which is what is making these globes start to glow as they come closer to the surface. So do we think these globes would have come from the, sh the crashed ship then? Possibly. Because they're not, they're, they are artificial manufactured things, aren't they? They're not, they're not like natural. Well, they're, they're not a thing that anybody knows how to manufacture. They are an artifact. How much are they worth? <laughs> <laughs> they are worth quite a lot and uh, these are quite small ones they come in a variety of sizes after the session i will look that up but yeah there's collect a few go and sell them there's a number okay um do you want to collect a few dave maybe on the way out maybe okay so i was going to make you make a dexterity <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting there going, floating down, and trying okay. not to move. <laughs> so you get closer to the deformed wreck of the Zephyra, and you can see that you know what the structure is. And I, in fact, I will share another screen with you. <clears throat> For your successful earlier scan, uh, Tony, um, I will share a screen. Yeah, this one. This is what this destroyer should look like if it was whole. And um, if I go to that window, give me a moment. That one. So can you see my cursor? Yep. Yes. Yep. So this bit of the ship is what you think you are now descending down to. You are aware of a number of uh, individual sort of um, uh, stasis pods. And you think that the one that you guys got into to sneak aboard the other vessel was one of these from the midsection. You realize that it's probably the midsection here and this engine here which had been still up in orbit this is transformed into some sort of solid glass sphere this is was twisted terribly badly just about the only thing salvageable by the guys and um the captain will tell you this that they thought this was all twisted and dangerous metal like the ship had almost been twisted in two um but that was a pretty whole unit which they realized they could get some value out of uh that was uh, there so that's what they were pulling aboard when you ambushed them um and you can see that twisting occurring in this part of the ship as well but it this bit looks the most like it's meant to look Can we get any sense of what forces might have caused that twisting? Not really. It doesn't look like any weapon you've seen. Okay. Or been aware of. Um, talking of this bit here, uh, um, you these uh, spots here show critical damage. 
Um, and there you do see again the sort of twisting and tearing of the structure of the ship, transforming it around something. Your best guess is it might be gravitic, Dave, since you asked, but okay. you don't really have an idea that any gravitic weapons have done that sort of thing. Um, but you're aware that these parts must be hangers, so they may be a way into the vessel. Um, and do we think the bridge, the bridge there is like is the likeliest place to find the um, the emerald disc? Yeah, the bridge is slightly raised, so this is the, all these items are on one level. The bridge is above it, but I'll, uh, I'll 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 give you a plan of the bridge. But yes, that is where the emerald disc should be. In a uh, this bit here uh, is um, is probably the bit where the uh, emerald disc is stored. Matt, Matt, now we're a bit closer. Is your keep able to sort of surmise where that? sort of black spot was when he was scanning oh right um probably where your cursor you is got the two successes is. didn't you i did yes okay for two successes i would say that you can probably surmise uh i just have to make sure that i get it right uh give me a moment um mm. port and starboard this spot here somewhere in that hangar and presumably the ship is flooded <clears throat> as we can tell as we're approaching it uh not necessarily flooded all the way through no because airlock should have Ooh. kept some of the water out but right. um as you approach you can see there's damage uh, to this uh, um, you know, sort of hangar bay door, so it looks like that's flooded. Yeah. I'm going to suggest let's avoid that black hole thing until we've found... Yeah, that seems sensible. Yeah, and we can check it if we feel like we want to uh, once we've got the disc. Can can we can we see the damage? Are we close enough to see the sort of damage to the doors on that side, Matt? Um, like, are they uh, blown in or blown out? Blown in. Okay. Or um, pushed in with some incredible force. Doesn't look like a breaching charge, though, presumably. <clears throat> uh yeah paul you're the, um sorry adib you're a bit of a heavy explosive chap <laughs> you want to make a, a heavy weapons roll or whatever they call it in this game ranged 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 combat roll you um, blow up no. one ship and then you get hard <laughs> yeah for the rest, <laughs> of, your life, rest of the just, campaign yeah. just get it all the time <laughs> Uh, I might get two successes by doing that. Nice. Okay. Now, my thought was, was it something getting in or something getting out? If it's something getting out, it's in the water with us now. Yeah. No, uh, well, uh, it definitely looks like something getting in. Getting in. <laughs> yeah, You'd suggest that either it's a heavy 
projectile going at some force to get in or even, well, a sort of ship at ramming speed or something like that. So Ossian's right. Let's just avoid that. <laughs> those, those, those words ring loudly in my ears, Paul, saying that I'm right. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it at least once <laughs> in a lifetime. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I know I could trust you. <laughs> okay, is there another way in then? Can we try? Um, I can't specify a airlock anywhere here. Um, it doesn't tell me on either this thing here or uh, oh, they these might be escape pods. They might be a way in, but I can't see an airlock. You could definitely get in through a gaping hole here at the back. Um, I think. I don't know where that would be. Bit, bit there, maybe. That looks like it might be the weakest point. So I'm just trying to think where it had been ripped in half. Those points where the critical damage is, is marked, are there, would there be holes there to get in? Uh, there are holes there. They look... Um, <laughs> so apart from this one, which has got sort of blasted in doors that look actually quite easy to get in these look a little bit jagged and you'd have to make a dexterity roll to get in on those yeah. points mm, i'm not sure i want to do that mm. if i can possibly avoid it <laughs> mm. i mean there, there must be an airlock somewhere yeah. can mm. we can we find an airlock somewhere near the bridge um if it's snapped in two in the middle i mean I would, yes. Yeah, half the ship's mission. There must be like just a no, huge... No, that's what I said, thing. here. Yeah. That's the gaping hole about no, there. Let's go there, then. My yeah. only thought was getting in somewhere where there isn't flooded full of water. And if we go through an airlock, we might get through to a bit that isn't flooded. But that was all. Hmm. But yes, going into the end that's broken off is fine by me. Yep. Um... Okay. Uh, or you can get make an observation roll. I'm sure I can find an airlock for you somewhere. Can I get seven dice with observation? Let me just yeah. have a quick look at see if there's an airlock on another deck. Okay. Um, uh, I get no successes, and I'm not going to push it. No, I'm being very, very. Um, the uh, face huggers are paying me a lot of visits today as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, I think I think the best way is to come through here. Uh, but I will say, um, Tony, that you think that um, there's an airlock between this flooded thing and the bridge itself. Okay. <clears throat> These um, sugar globes, by the way, I should have said they're they're uh, coming out of this uh, hangar. We seem to have lost your cursor again. Oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong oh, ship. Uh, out of yeah, um, um, out, out of M three. You were talking about M3. out of M three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the hangar of doom with the uh... <laughs> as it's known otherwise, <laughs> the hangar of certain death. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
So, Adib, you go in there, mate. <laughs> yeah, there's no way for it. <laughs> I feel like I'm being picked on. <laughs> that sticks and stones make well, how is it that rockets and rockets mm. may break my ship, but words will never hurt me. <laughs> so, are you going in through this way? Yeah, yeah, yes. Let's do that. I'm not going to make you. This is a big enough hole. I'm not going to make you um, do a dexterity roll or anything like that. Good. So you can get in here. Thank you. Um, and I think this this discussion and surveying is taking you a good fifteen minutes. I'm just keeping a track of your oxygen. So how long did it take us to get down to the ship from the uh, surface of the ice? Um, yeah, I think that's probably, I think you've probably used an hour's worth of, um, air now. So you've got seven hours, but also bear in mind how cold it is, uh, because as, um, as one of our ship designers says, and I think I used the wrong one, <coughs> yeah. he likes to point out that, um, he can only leave you as radiation space so you don't get half as cold as you can in atmo or indeed water yeah thanks. sensible temperature is what we call it thank thanks you very much there john i think yeah, i did thanks. i think thank i did you, your actually tab rather than the one i meant to touch on but um there yeah we go. thank you for you know justifying matthew <laughs> making us more yeah, cold but still the water's because it's water it's above freezing and the vacuum of space is giving minus 200 and something. Well, it may not be water. So it's, it's freezing point is at minus 150 degrees. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's cold. It's, it is bitterly cold. Um, so you're in there. Um, Nadina is with you. So as you go through this twist, I mean, this is all twisted and jagged. Um, but you can move pretty rapidly through here. Um, you are aware that there is a sort of gravitic distortion field around mm. here, protecting it, but can't you can see your, can't see your cursing if we, uh, sorry, around the vessel. Um, that, you know, that this is protected by explosive decompression field as it were um so this ship has got some power has it well no i think that it had that in space i don't know know that it has power now but when nadina well yes it does because when she um puts her id key into this uh airlock here to get you into the ship into the into the bridge um it cycles and i will share another image with you <clears throat> now a water lock yeah. oh. hold on i've i've not got that image where's that image gone there we go oh gosh <laughs> and um yeah screen that one there 
So you are coming in through this thing here. Um, these doors open, water floods in, pressing you guys into this vestibule Curtain. here. Can't see you, Kirsty. We're but, not seeing a curtain, mate. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong window. <laughs> water floods in with you guys into here when she opens these doors, but these doors are staying solid. You can... Um, <clears throat> uh, the, the water drains out. If you wish, you can take your um, suits off, but eventually these two doors, this one and this one, open onto a sort of promenade around the main bridge. Whilst the um, once the water's got down just before the doors open, I'm going to un unpack my carbine from its secure bag. Okay. Yeah, similarly. Do the suits have any sensors about the, yeah. which can tell us about the quality of the air? Um, yes, I think it's stale, but here, um, it doesn't look like it's turned into carbon dioxide by somebody breathing it and then not being transformed. But you don't think it's moved much. But is it breathable? Do you think? It could be breathable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna once we're in, mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait let the air let the airlock cycle and then once we're into the main block the bridge, I'm gonna tentatively op just open the visor of my suit just to It is old, it is stale, but it appears breathable. Okay, I'm going to keep my visor open for the moment and try and save on the the air in my suit. Okay, but being prepared, likewise, I'm going to leave it leave it kind of on a state where I can very quickly close it again and start breathing the suit's air. If it is also very cold. How cold? The air on his skin, freezing cold. So cold that it's going to damage me, or just I'm um, slightly uncomfortable. Depending on how long you stay with your visor open, yes, you imagine it will. Okay, I'm going to shut my visor then and, and stick with my suit <laughs> air. <laughs> yes, there doesn't, there doesn't seem to be um, uh, life support systems functioning on here. Uh, the The air that was in here was trapped in here when when the ship was mm. destroyed. Uh, so that's what's kept this hole the um, explosive decompression field that was thrown up around it at that point but since then it hasn't been cycled at all can i just ask matt the the white bit that's filled in just above uh, just north of the airlock is that just solid part of the structure so you can't yes i think right. so okay and is there a door to the data vault then on the right hand side on that side, yeah. And that's where yeah. we'd expect the um, the Emerald Disc to be? I believe so, yes. And on the left and the right, and at the north, there are what look like doors. Where do they go? Uh, to other parts of the ship. Okay. So you said this was raised above the rest of the ship. Uh 
Yes. No, actually, I think what I mean was, um, yes, yeah, it's raised above. So this bit in the middle is probably in the space of the ship below you. These doors go out and down to those right, okay. those things. Okay, cool. Thanks. It's like the bridge of a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that, not raised that high up. Right, okay. So, do you want to... Um, the, the, the systems are sort of ticking over here, like the doors that cycled. Uh, uh, life support's gone, but these bridge systems are just about working. As we as we look around, is it is it empty? Um, it's a mess. Um, there may be bodies in here. Uh, there are, um, you know, the the uh, the seats. Anything that wasn't fixed in place has um, been broken. Uh, a lot of the monitors are broken. There is, uh, you know, how a Starship Enterprise looks when something really bad is happening in a battle. Mm -hmm. Or not so much the Starship Enterprise, because that always survives. But when, they, when they're having that last-minute communication with, with another ship that's about to blow up, and the <laughs> captains there are all hair messed up, bit burned, covered in blood, and there's kind of beams... Uh, that you never see on on the on the roof of the Starship Enterprise, but they fall down on all the other spot starships across across mm -hmm. the bridge. Those beams are sort of crisscrossing <laughs> this bridge as well. All oh, right, okay. Well, should we just go straight for the data vault? That's what we're here well. That's for. what we're here for, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. make that the priority, definitely. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, now um, she can do it. Um, again, the card that she has will open these up for you. Uh, but I'm going to need a technology roll, I think, to remove the uh, emerald disc. Okay, I've got six in technology. I don't have technology at all. I can do it. Uh, if, if it's data gen, I could have a go, but technology, no. Um. Bears can help. In uh, here, you have also got the sensor logs. You could, um, you could um, see if there's any further information on those. Tony, can I, can I use what? my tools and then help from Fiers to try and get the disc out? Uh, yes, you. Yes, you can. Okay, I'll make that roll, Astra here. Oh, God. Take a darkness point, Matt. Yeah. I will take a darkness point. Eight dice and no bloody successes. Okay, that's two successes this time on my roll. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you have the data disk. Okay, while he's doing that, I'm going to go over and check the sensor logs, if I can just okay. find anything useful. Do you want to drop John's thing? Okay. So, everyone, how important do we think these um, sensor logs are going to be? <laughs> do you think they're important enough to 
Give Matthew a dot. <laughs> <laughs> Since, uh, yeah. Go on then, uh, go on then, Matthew. Have a darkness point. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Let's try that again. I've got such a stock of darkness points. When the I shit am. hits the fan in six minutes' time, you're, um, <laughs> I'm really going to spend those. What for uh, the cliffhanger? Uh, I get one success now on my data general. Okay, for one success, you can pull up this. And uh, shall I make that bigger? If I can. It doesn't make it much bigger, does it? Damn it. No, I won't need any. Um, So this is a log of them going in the portal, through the portal, isn't it? Yes. Warning, Uh, anomaly on entry. Unidentified sense object. There we go. Five unidentified objects inbound. Hull breach. Unstable field pattern, lots of decompression, reactor spike. This looks quite bad. Decompression in lots of sections. Defensive maneuvers. Data dump stored. Raw anomaly analysis data stored. Probes. Structural collapse in hangar. Can we tell what information they launched on those probes? What information they launched on those probes? Yeah. Oh. Were these like, um, uh, you know, like data boys to, you know, we know we're going to get destroyed, so we're going to launch our black box kind of thing, but... No, no. So the black box is the emerald disk that you've, right, you've yeah. achieved. Those probes were to probe the um, the anomaly. Um, right. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and it doesn't look like they got any data back off them. Okay. Okay, so it detected an anomaly, five unidentified objects inbound, and then everything went to shit, by the look of it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Is there no way of being able to see what those unidentified objects were? Well, I suppose the data on the disk, the emerald disk, might... Well, I'll tell you what, for, 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 for your use of a darkness point, the absence of data on these objects is very similar to the absence of data that you looked at on your scanners when you were looking at this ship. Right, okay. I just like this one. <laughs> Uh, We've been there before, and we still don't <laughs> learn, do we? That's the problem. <laughs> well, you, you just want to re-roll, don't you? You can re-roll for the mere one little darkness point. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, Thomas yeah. also says that. Wrong, yeah, no. wrong, wrong IP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think he may be hinting at the absence of data there. 
So mm. we mm. when I was um, getting the disc out, could I? Is there any way of having a look at what was on it? No, it uh, requires um, special protocols. Right. Okay. Um, maybe a thing you can do with lots of time, but not a thing you can do yeah. freezing yeah. underwater. Uh, you keep okay. in your um, in your uh, tech box. You don't have something that could just download some of these logs, do you? Um, no, I, I think um, uh, Tony's doing that as part of downloading them. All right. As part of getting them, you know, he's yeah, he's not just getting them on the screen so he can read them. Because it did say at the bottom it was on the Emerald disk, so this might be an easy way to get that information. Do we care? Well, air's running out, so probably not. Should we get out of here? Give the disk to Dina complete the job yeah that's it We're, i mean our job is not to yeah. actually work out what happened is it? it's to recover the disc there you go we'll get paid thank you very much isn't it so um one of the legionaries is missing yeah. was he was he in the airlock with us well do you want to make an observation roll retrospectively dave Seven dice. Uh, <laughs> how many ones? <sighs> um, is it worth pushing? I don't know how many times I've rolled seven, eight, or nine dice today, and I've got no successes. You're not sure that he was in the airlock with you. Right. So is he headed off on his own then to look at something else? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, to... you have no idea. Well, I'm going to ask Nadina. The the other legion, where, do you know where he is? She looks around. She hadn't noticed them gone either. Is that Jenny? I haven't given orders or anything. Shall we leave it on that cliffhanger? And you can decide what to do about that next week. <laughs>